Welcome to PlanetMullins.com. And welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Planet Mullins podcast. We're in season four. And man, I am so excited because I am going to get to play at this cool thing called the Ned Jazz Wine Festival in Netherlands, Colorado. And I have the uh, event promoters and coordinators and uh, inventors of this thing, which has been going on for a while, uh, with me tonight. So say hello to Stephanie Andelman. And Phil, is it Chappelle, like Dave Chappelle, or is it Chapel? That'll work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hi, guys. How's the, how's the temperature up in Netherlands, Colorado tonight? It's dropping fast. We're dropping. expecting five inches of snow in the next 24 hours. Wow. that's uh, I'm going to not even go into any puns about that. But I'm happy to have you guys on. And just so that everybody knows, I'm going to be performing in, in Netherlands at a pop-up event called Ned Jazz Wine Pop-Up on December 4th, 6 p.m. Uh, first seating. Second p.m. is at 8 o'clock, right, Steph? Exactly. Right. Downtown Netherlands. Downtown Nederland in a venue called Sweet Sue's. So um, tickets are online and in all of the, uh, you know, YouTube and Spotify. Just go down to the descriptions. You'll have ticket links there. You can read all about the um, show that we're going to put on. I'm bringing my uh, trio, which is going to be fun because I've got Liam Zom, who's going to sing and play drums. And the ladies always love uh, Liam. And then I've got Bijou Barbosa. On base, so we're going to have a lot of fun. So, Stephanie, why don't you tell us, like, how did you get into this whole thing of doing this event? Well, I'm very involved in the Netherlands community because of all of the music and events we've had over the years. I've done everything from book live music all the way up and down East Street of Netherlands, which is downtown Netherlands. Okay. Uh, I'm an MC and organizer of. Of frozen dead guy days when it has been in Netherlands for almost 20 years or 20 <laughs> times. I have helped with various fundraisers for nonprofits. And Phil and I went to the Colorado Wine Festival in Manitou Springs. And it's the oldest continuous Colorado wine festival in our state. And we were inspired about their model. And they were second to music, mostly to wine. And we want to be mostly a mix of wine, fine wine and even finer music. And so that Beautiful. we can attract people who are into jazz. And we have a history of jazz in Netherlands. So we just put it together. We've got wow. jazz, the draw, wine is the draw, and a Great. really cool community with beautiful views. That's so cool, man, because, you know, there's all of these um you know, wine in this festival and cheese in that festival. And one of the things that attracted me when Phil contacted me about doing this was it's jazz is the, you know, in the branding, it's jazz and wine. You know, you're listing it that way. Oh, and there's a Ned Jazz Wine glass. You can see the jazz without the wine in it. So we definitely was very (laughs) intentional to say jazz first. That's really beautiful. And then you guys are going to have some premium uh, local wines. Is that what's going to happen as part of the uh, food and wine thing at, that, at our gig? Yeah. So the pop-up is a very scaled down, small inside jazz club style version 
but run by the festival. When we had the festival in August, we had 16 alcohol vendors, mostly wineries, but some distilleries and cideries. This okay. time we're having one Boulder County winery called September Cellars, and they are bringing six types of wine wow. to be paired with five types of appetizers. Wow. Because I, when I saw, I was looking over the poster in the show notes before doing this. And, you know, in the computer age, I read the poster and I said, six types of wine. And then which apps are they going to use? Are they using Facebook or Instagram? Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> oh, that's good. Wait a minute. I don't want to say heavy apps, but they're going to be light apps, but you can have all you want of them. Wow. And, you know, what's been so fun on my end and just you know, kind of organizing my end of it with the new holiday album coming out and Liam, you know, with some special Christmas stuff that he's going to sing along with your Bill Withers request. He loves the Bill Withers stuff. Yay. So, you know, Lovely Day is just going to go great. We got that together. I'm writing all the charts. I'm sitting here in a pile of manuscript paper here of all of these songs I'm putting together for the guys. I was going to try and finish it. Um, everything over the weekend but we're going to be playing just really cool stuff we're going to be playing some you know traditional jazz things that maybe everybody will know but we're also going to be doing um you know some lovely christmas vocal stuff and we just can't wait to come up there and do this thing now tell me about this venue sweet sue's that it's going to be at because we did have the talk that there's a famous song called sweet sue we're excited to hear that. Uh, the venue has been a number of restaurants and bars in Netherlands, but it's actually been closed for the last two years. Okay. So Sweet Sue's is the same business owners as a bagelry that makes New York style boiled bagels almost next door. Okay. And they're opening this venue, trying to figure out their model, but they allow private events. So we're just, we're partnering for the most part to bring this event to life and see what we could do using that stage. It's actually the only venue on East First Street with a stage inside, uh -huh. but more popularly known for its music background is the Pioneer Inn, which is now called the Cup of Wagon. But anyway, that's where everybody from Caribou Ranch Recording Studios used to play on the floor in front of the bathroom. And, and that's <laughs> so the you know, that's always the best thing is if you have two doors on each side of the stage, one goes to the kitchen because musicians are always hungry. And then the other one goes to the bathroom because everybody has to go there. But, you know, the the Caribou Ranch period um, that we talked about and which is historically maybe, um, you know, at least on the music side to, a you know, a Denverite here and somebody who never went up to the Caribou Ranch, that studio was there in the 70s and 80s. And let me just read some of these um, amazing artists and you can chime in with some of yours too. Uh, Elton John, Frank Zappa, Michael Jackson, Stephen Stills, Earth, Wind and Fire, Chicago, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis and Rod Stewart. Uh, that's quite a starting list and that wasn't everybody, was it? Well, Phil will tell you about Joe Walsh cutting his first album up here. You know, Jim Gershia was um, Chicago's manager, okay. and that was the catalyst to build the studio. Uh, but Chicago, uh, you know, was a big band, and they were very hard to wrangle. 
and they couldn't get them in there for their first album. And Joe Walsh just happened to live over on Sugarloaf Mountain. Well, is it Mountain? Uh, it, yeah, Sugarloaf yeah, Road off Sugar of Sugarloaf Mountain. Yeah. So anyway, Joe Walsh ended up heading heading over there and doing his the first album there was Barn Burner. Wow. So that was Caribou Ranch, and he and uh, in turn talked his good friend Dan Fogelberg into moving up here. So Dan had wow. a over in Gilpin County and uh and he did a fair amount of albums there. And Steven yeah, Stills had a place here Stills. and uh John Cougar and Oh yeah, well and also there were jazz guys like Chick Career recorded up there too. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just historically what a legacy uh, you guys have to work with. It's really fantastic. And then as I was saying um before we started recording tonight, it's nice to know that Dazzle Jazz down in Denver is going to have some tickets to Dazzle that you can ravel off, uh, ravel, raffle off at this thing. We're going to raffle them off. And, um, you know, as you know, Dazzle is a huge supporter of my music. And I was a Denver public schools guy that kind of, you know, made my first albums all in Colorado, and then I moved to LA, and now I just commute back and forth. But uh, Dazzle is going to be opening a new location here pretty soon, too. And that's exciting news for them. And uh, you also contacted uh, KUVO, right, Steph? About yeah, this? Kubo Jazz is supposed to give away a couple of a pair of tickets to our event. And so is KGNU. Oh, good. Yeah, that's Joni over there. Hi, Joni. You know, she's she's always so cool to me, too, when I'm doing something because she's like, don't forget about KG and you. We're here, you know, and, but that's they have a lot of listeners up here in Netherlands. For some reason, that station you can hear without being on the Internet. And there are right. some old school people here who like terrestrial. They want to listen to it the way it's always been. Right. Well, you know, I'm just hoping that. With this event, we're doing um, December the 4th. It's a Sunday. It's this coming Sunday at 6 o'clock, Sweet Sue's, Netherland, um, that it'll kind of help launch and springboard you guys into whatever your vision and your dream is for the future. Because I was the first um, uh, jazz piano act at Breckenridge in 1981, right? And that Breckenridge thing went on forever. I was one of the first guys to ever play Winter Park. And look what's happened there. Right. So I'm really I'm really excited um, to be, you know, coming to visit. And I'm just hoping it's not going to be so cold that my fingers freeze off. Maybe I need to get like these. They do make I looked into it. They make like special little heater gloves for people. Well, you, you will be inside, unlike the festival we have in August, which is okay. outside. And we did have torrential rain at the very end, which affected our last band from playing a full set. You are inside an intimate jazz club. You're going to feel like you were transported to 1973 Chicago Jazz Club Underground. Nice, man. Well, you know, Phil and I have been working closely together about the sound and the staging and all that. And, um, it's going to be a classy night. We're looking forward to meeting a whole new group of people. And uh, I can't thank you guys enough for the invitation. Um, how did you find out about me in the first place? Was it through Dazzle or how? I stay pretty abreast of everything that goes on in the city. I listen to a lot of musicians and uh, 
uh, I work in production, so I I know, you know, I, I keep my I keep my ear to the ground. Ah, I dig it, man. Well, I'm glad I'm on the ground for you to put your ear down there where I am. <laughs> I mean, we do we do our research. Yeah, for me, well. I have to do my research because I don't know who's the who of jazz. And right. so, yeah, I'll go to Dazzle, Nocturne. Uh, I'll talk to my friends who play in jazz bands. We have talked to Kubo and Susan G. And right. we like to get some information. And then we listen and he makes recommendations. That's really cool, man, because, you know, one of the things that's bad about the industry, I'll just mention right before you wrap up, is that um, because of the way that uh, radio has changed in all these years and because of the, I don't know, for lack of a better word, the corporatization of uh, jazz, there's a whole lot of music out there that just is really about you know, the hair of the artist, like there's, I call them the hair guys back in the, in the seventies um, and eighties and nineties, there were metal bands that were about the hair. It was all this frizzy hair. And, you know, in LA, we had this place called FM station and all these bands poison and everybody would play out there, but it was more about the hair than it was the music. So I just think it's great that, you know, you guys have picked me as uh as a musician to come and, and do my show. So I'm really looking forward to it. We'll have the uh, uh, ticket links up in the description box. This will be all over YouTube and I'll put it out on Spotify and uh, the other places where Planet Mullins podcast goes. So it's been a great honor having you guys on. Anything you want to wrap up and say here as we close it off? Yes, we want to highlight that one of the reasons we're doing this is to force me to get the tickets ready for sale for our official festival, which is going to be August 19th, 2023. Okay. And so people will be able to buy tickets at the event. And then we're going to close the ticket window until right before Christmas or maybe the new year when we okay. can actually pay attention to them as they come in because oh, nice. we are taking a long need of vacation. But we definitely want people to know that we have an outdoor festival. It's capped at 850 people okay. and we have three jazz acts and maybe Rob, you will be a part of it or you will at least give us advice of who should be a part of it. We had Gabe Mervine last time oh, nice. as our center regional act and he collaborated with you on an album. Yeah. And in fact, just as a segue, he's on this album, my 40th album called This Way Up. And I'll be bringing some of these CDs as part of the raffle. So I'm glad Netherland has people that like radio and CDs and albums and stuff like that, where it's not all just a digital thing. And um, uh, my latest release, uh, Holidays 2022, we have a special song that I wrote for my dad that we're going to play live um, for you guys. And that'll be a fun premiere. We'll be celebrating the Colorado release of that album with you guys. And uh Totally stoked. So there you go, folks. If you want more information, I'll have all their contact stuff listed in the description below. Thanks again, you guys. And I'm looking forward to the show. We can't wait Thank to you, have Rob. you here. Thank you, Rob. All right. Take care. <laughs>